Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. The folks at Killer Workout have asked me to take 60 seconds to explain to you why I use Killer Workout. Well, I use it because it works. That wasn't 60 seconds. Well, hello everyone. The previous spokesperson, with his ginger hair and his karate championships that were motivated by schoolyard bullying when the boys used to call him the Red Rumpa, and often would accuse him of preferring the gazes of recessed tetherball champion Tommy instead of the looks of straight-A Sally, later giving him a deep-seated moral opposition to the LBGT equal rights movement, is with us no more. He died doing what he loves, using Dr. Lecter's killer workout. I wonder if he heard the boys call him once more, Red Rumpa, Red Rumpa. I'm Tina Turner. People have always asked me, Tina, why'd you let that Sonny Bono walk all over you? But other times they ask, Tina, where'd you get those incredible legs? And how do you keep them looking so good? My answer to all these and any other questions you might ask me is, Dr. Lecter's Killer Workout. Tell me, Tina, did Proud Mary keep on burning, or were those big wheels turning too much for her? Tell me, she did worry about the way things might have been when she left her good job in the city, didn't she? You can see it in her eyes. She missed being a real big shot on Wall Street. She missed the approval of her family, especially her father, who used to tell her that she was always good enough to pump a lot of tain down in New Orleans. Tell me, Tina, do you hear the sounds of the riverboat wheel? Splash, 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 splash. Look, Jack, I don't know what the hell it is you're talking about. I only came on this to talk about my favorite exercise equipment, the killer workout. See, you started by strapping this high-tension bungee cord to your left foot and then this piece goes up around your neck. I imagine she is now an unpaid spokesperson. I'll be enjoying a delicious serving of Creole tonight. Killer Workout cannot be held accountable for any deaths caused while using Killer Workout Machine. We did warn you of the safety risk by naming the product Killer Workout. If you suffer painful death while using the Killer Workout system, please be sure to let Dr. Lecter know your name and address and where you keep a key to get in your house. Please be sure to always have extra Chianti and follow beans near your Killer Workout system. Killer Workout is not associated with the David A. Pryor film of the same name. So get your Killer Workout today. It'll be a real treat. <laughs> It was three weeks! Was it? Three weeks! Huh. Uh, there's problems in Europe. There's 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 refugees trying to get across the border, and they can't. And you know why? Because it's because the people in the Middle East have nothing to listen to on their podcasting. Oh. It's our fault! Well, you know, we could just build a wall and make them pay for it. Oh, that's a really good yeah. idea. Maybe split the city in half for 50 years until mm. Hasselhoff shows up. Hasselhoff is like Sneaker Madness. Bringing peace to the Middle East. That's how you do it. Shitty acting With and song. shitty movies. Yeah, shitty songs and shitty movies. I'm your host, Justin. I got Sam and Jackie here. That was the voice of Sam. The uh, state champion when it comes to mud wrestling. Just won that last during our hiatus. Jackie, my beautiful wife. She became uh, the first woman to have three kidneys put in. So Put in? Yeah, put in. Just get extra On top kidneys? of the two. So she's got five kidneys. Five kidneys. Just in case. 
I'm feeling really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you missed us. We are glad to be back. This movie this week is the late David A. Pryor film entitled Killer Workout. Well, the film's not late. I guess it is to us because it came out in 1987. But David A. Pryor, our dearly departed Hall of Fame bad movie director, directed this one, Killer Workout. Jim, sexy ladies in tight butt pants movies that were all the rage. Like, the people in the gym Leotards phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that movie genre never quite got the momentum that the rollerblade movies and the roller skating movies oh, had. Oh, I think they did. Because the There's rollerblade like three and roller of these movies. movies are terrible. Those just suck. Yeah, but name one of these good workout movies. Uh, Killer Workout. Killer Workout, yeah. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Flash Dance. Flash Dance is a workout movie. Flash Dance is like, blows anything we just talked about out of the water in terms of popularity. Is Footloose a work? It's not. It's it's just a dance. It's just just a a dance movie. Sweating to the Oldies. That's not Not really a a film. It's a film of your life, but. (laughs) (laughs) The soundtrack to my life, Richard Simmons. Yeah. The Sweating to the Oldies was the inspiration behind the film Forrest Gump. I didn't know that either. Didn't, well, it just didn't came know in. what? You're just making shit up doesn't again, matter. aren't you? It doesn't matter what I know because you're not going to pay attention to it anyways. You you're just making shit up. Streaming do's and don'ts. Let's move into the heart and the meat and potatoes of the podcast. For those of you that are just joining us for the first time, we'd like to give you a shout out and say, hey, what's up? But the, what we do on this episode is we talk briefly about the upcoming movie that we're going to review, have some streaming movie reviews, the stuff that we've seen in the past weeks. You think that this list would be long, and it is for our next episode, but we're going to keep this one brief because Sam's got a lot of material about Killer Workout. Uh, we've got some Good Neighbor, Bad Neighbor coming. We'll get to all that, so just stay tuned. First up, though... On Netflix, Star Trek Insurrection from 1998. Now, this is the one... <laughs> with the whales. No. It is not the one with the whales. <laughs> is it the one... It. Only one with... of them has whales. <laughs> the one... Not every single one of them. And I think that it's not the one with Tom Hardy. It is not the one with Tom That's Hardy Nemesis. either. That's Nemesis. That's 2002's Nemesis. See, I think that this one, Insurrection, was more with the, the stretchy face people, right? No, this is the one where they go... They're like... Prime Directive gets all fucked up. Like, what do we do about these people because they're dying? And oh, uh, but they have like uh, their planet that they live on is has the ability to not only make you immortal but make you sexy and immortal. Doesn't oh, I see that like, one. The other okay. side of the planet has like these people with like their skins like stretched. Over oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The stretchy yeah, facers. It's the stretchy face because one. they left the planet. Oh. and now they're really old, and so they lose the gift of being good looking instantaneously. Or yeah. Um. Well, no, so... it took them a while. I think this is actually the worst because it's the least memorable. It's really, it it is just like everything that was ever bad about 90s blockbusters movies. Like, oh, hey, we're going to do this and there's going to be some action for no reason. Like some laser shootings and stuff because people like that we hear. Uh, Data's going to tell some jokes because we have to put fucking jokes in a goddamn movie. There has to be something for the youngins, you know, like uh, uh, maybe uh, somebody point it at uh, Deanna Troy's boobs and says, hey, how do you even walk across the room with those big old things or whatever? You know, yeah. like, oh, you got boobies. Ha, ha, ha. And maybe like a fart joke or two because uh, who knows if robots fart? You know, it could be science fiction. Uh, we don't know. It's shit. Talking dog and sunglasses. Talking dog and sunglasses in space. In space. Directed by Jonathan Frakes. And then when they go to the pizza man, they're like, hey, pizza man, give us some of that pepperoni. And then the, the dog that has the sunglasses 
it goes and it hides its face and they're like oh he doesn't like the pepperoni because he's sassy it's like i hate films that have maybe some semblance of telling a science fiction story and then church it up with all this other shit that because you know oh we want the families and, and these people that don't necessarily like science fiction to get involved in this science fiction so we have to put some of their shit into it no don't do that tell it fucking if you're gonna be star trek make it star trek yeah so i say uh don't yeah it's really boring it's really boring nemesis is really stupid but it's fun to watch because it's so stupid there you go stupid yeah you uh you didn't watch you've seen insurrection before jackie you and i watched it i don't know several months ago but i watched it again because i finally got to the point that where it happens I, where it happens in the chronological viewing order of my star trek touring of all of them. <laughs> it was done chronologically chronologically <laughs> Uh, don't do on, it. Don't do it. On a side note, I only have four more episodes of Deep Space Nine to watch. And how many episodes of Voyager? Uh, almost two seasons. Oh, good. Yeah, so I'm getting there. Next up, Sam and I watched this by ourselves on uh, Netflix as well. This is one of the Shaw Brothers collections that, that has invaded Netflix recently. Heroes of the East. This was the Kung Fu Honeymoon. Kung Fu Honeymoon. This was fucking awesome. It was fantastic. Just when they couldn't get, when they, when you thought that they couldn't build a movie because they couldn't, you're like, wow, they're really pushing this, these married people are kung fu fighting on their honeymoon a lot. Where can they possibly go from here? Oh, with the tournament fight. With a tournament fight with guys that have unique uh, traits and weapons. Like, there's a sword guy. He only does swords. There's a Psy guy. He's got the little Donatello blade. No, Donatello had a staff. Uh, Raphael yeah, blades. Yeah, Psy blades. Psy blades. There's uh, the fucking ninja shit. The ninja He's, shit oh was a fucking amazing. Some of the best ninja shit I've... Stupid ninja well, shit. Well, it's the like, best ninja shit that's ever in a Shaw Brothers movie, because they really struggle with understanding the ninja they love it they're I, like oh we love ninjas. love ninjas we want ninjas in our movies and then most of the time the execution is like you guys have no idea what ninjas are Mm-mm. just none whatsoever i'm still not sure if they know what ninjas are because there's a lot no, of they're... like magic powers that this particular ninja has and there was a lot of bullshit but a lot it was of bullshit mostly their ninja stuff is just like oh those aren't ninjas this was those aren't ninjas but they're funny and even backing up before that, the the lady in this, the wife, her fucking shit is awesome. Like, I yeah. could not get enough of her on screen because it was, she's, oh, I, honey, I've got to go outside and train. Oh, well, be careful. And then she fucking wrecks the house like she punches through concrete walls because that's how good her kung fu is. But it's not as good as his. It's not as good. But yeah, but he was Chinese. She was Japanese. Yeah. So Chinese boxing. That's how this whole thing got started yeah. was, oh, Chinese martial arts are better than Japanese yep. martial arts. No, they're not. We can't. Let's yeah. fight. I say potato. You say potato. It is the I say potato. That's incredible. Yeah. Of Kung Fu. Of Kung Fu. It's fucking awesome. It's I, it's my favorite Shaw Brothers movie. It is movie. definitely my favorite Shaw Brothers movie up to this point. I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen all I've seen of them. quite a few of them. I've seen more uh, Raymond Shaw movies. Than, I don't know uh, that there's any way to watch all of them. Yeah. There's like yeah. 400 well, of there's them like or something. Well, there's like 60 on Netflix right now. So Yeah, it's hard to keep up with just getting through the ones they put on Netflix before they take them all. Yeah. Expect a lot of ca- karate movies on streaming do's and don'ts moving forward. There you go. Uh, that's a do from Sam and I on Heroes of the East on Netflix. Good Neighbor, Bad Neighbor this week. Got a theme going. 
It's the Indiana Jones episode. Oh. What yeah. does Indiana Jones have to do with Killer Workout? I don't know. I just wanted to get to Indiana Jones well, because I've been sitting on it for a long time. And since we recently viewed the Alan Quartermain doublet, we're not going to do an episode on that for a while. So I just figured, you know what, let's yeah. do Indiana Jones now. All so, right. But none of these people are Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is off the table for this episode. The first one is Dr. Marcus Brody. Best neighbor. Awesome neighbor. Okay. Well, he's just really courteous. Yes. But he he's can... always in trouble. Yeah, but that's just when he's outside of his element. Mm. Like, if he's over at your barbecue, he's... Which is, he's... might be outside of his element. No, he's the guy with the anecdotes. He does have stories. Yes. Many a, he's a like tale He's like C-3PO. He isn't the action guy, but he was there for all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he could tell everybody, he could regale everyone with tales of adventure, even though he himself... What, how is he described? He can speak a dozen languages. He can, oh God, he can speak a dozen languages. He can fit any in anywhere. You'll never find him. Yeah. Right now, he's probably halfway to the, he's opening up the Temple of Doom Crusades as we speak, you dirty Nazi son of a bitch. Good neighbor. Good neighbor. Good neighbor. Yeah, I'll give him a good neighbor. I think Marcus Brody's pretty rad. Now, it's interesting, though, because would you want to have C-3PO as your neighbor? No, he's just annoying. I don't... I like him, but he would get annoying after a while. I, I hang out at that bar in Mos Eisley that doesn't allow droids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm they prejudiced know. against robots. They know. Hey, you can't bring your droids in here. Why can't you bring... Because they're fucking annoying. Unless it's a pleasure model. <laughs> You can I bring that one. Pleasure you models. can bring in that one in here. R two D two definitely has an attachment. <laughs> yeah, it's a little suction cup comes out of his head, <laughs> or the other way. It's it, it could go both ways. You can't exclude. The I don't think fifty percent of the fucking galaxy from R two D two banging. I don't think that you want to bend over R two D two. He's just a trash can. Ladies sit on top of washing machines to get off. <laughs> I know, but like that's just too much effort. You'd want to be doing something else while he just sort of like came in and the suction gets on your privates for, you know, however long it takes. And then he just sort of saunters off, rolls off while you continue, you know, filing things in your filing cabinet. No, you file things in R2-D2 because he also is a filing cabinet. He should be filing things. If you have a droid, why the hell are you filing things? Touche, Sam. (laughs) Touche. Next up is short round. Good neighbor, bad neighbor. He's going to steal your shit. Wait a second. This is the little... Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones from Temple of Doom. Yeah, he's going to steal your shit. Fuck that kid. He will steal your shit. Definitely steal your shit. No, bad neighbor. God, I just, no. Just say no to kids as neighbors. Yeah. Especially the ones that steal your shit. What if it's an adult short round? No. Oh, hell no. Because then he's going to be like, I went with Indiana Jones. He'll kill you in order to steal all your shit. (laughs) By then, he's upgraded his arsenal. It's no longer a clever monkey. Yeah, he has He never had it. That's, again... um, uh, the first one. She's uh, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark is the clever monkey, which we will get to. So we're all out on short round. Oh yeah, no short round sucks. I, I yeah. think he will steal your shit is a good argument. Don't like that kid. I like him. For He's willing to help, but he'll steal your shit. He'll steal your shit. <laughs> he'll steal the shit that you're not that he's not helping you find. Yeah, you'll find something important with short round, like your car keys, but he will have stolen the car. Yeah. Like, hey, I found them. We were looking all over for these. Hey, I found the remote, too. Well, where yeah. the fuck's my TV? I don't know <laughs> yeah, anything <exactly>. about that. <laughs> Next up is Sala, John Reese davies from both uh, Last Crusade and Raiders of the Ar- Lost Ark, and I think the stupid fourth one. Isn't he? He's not in the Last exist. Crusade? 
But no, he's, he's in. in the last he's just not in Temple to do. Oh, he's not in Temple. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's into a lot of heavy shit. I wouldn't want to live next to somebody who lives into that much heavy shit. What do you mean by heavy shit? Like black market shit. Yeah, he's a black market guy. Like some shit is going to go down if you live next to him. He's got good connections and he's got maybe some bad. Most connections. of his connections are shady. Let's a little say. shady. I see him doing a lot of hookers and blow. Personally, drinking, drinking booze, doing some coke. I think so. A lot married. of hookies. Yeah, Uh-oh. I think he's married. He does have that fucking Nazi. I think he has though. like plenty of wives. He's probably one of those guys that has like ten wives. Oh, that could be. Yeah. I think that if you live next to him one day, he'd just show up and he'd hand you a suitcase, and you could tell he's a little fucking whacked out on the goofballs. He's like, you just got to keep this in your fucking garage for a day. Someplace. Just I don't fucking care. If anybody just, asks about it, I don't uh, have it. You don't have it. Nothing. Just yeah, put it in there. You don't know about whatever. And you're like, what? Is it? And you're a good neighbor, so you don't open it. Mm-hmm. And you don't ask about it. But finally, it's eating at you, and you've lived next to this guy who's an asshole for two years. And you're like, what was in that sucrose? And he's like, oh, it was Komodo dragon meat. What the fuck, man? And then he's like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Let's go get it. And you go to get no, it, and it's fucking and... gone because Short Round fucking came in and no. stole it. See, he would have came and got it. Like, your part of it was done. It sat in your garage for two days. He came and got it. And then you're being a good neighbor. Don't bother him about it until two years where you're like, what was in that case? Yeah. All right. Bad neighbor. Sorry, Sala. Bad neighbor. It's a bad neighbor. Bad neighbor. Sam, tell us about Killer Workout. Killer Workout was made in 1987. David A. Pryor left us far too early on the 16th of August of this year. The only report I could find is that he lost a long battle with failing health. I am not sure what that means, but I will miss him. In a previous episode, I detailed his part in the founding of Action International Pictures. AIP. I use a brand of laminate that is manufactured by a company which also goes by AIP. Every time I open a box, there's a small part of me that wants to Ted Pryor to jump out of the box and kill me. <laughs> Sadly. And he would. And he would. Sadly, every time, it's just more laminate. Mm. More laminate to laminate things with and not the sweet, glorious death that Danton could give me. The death I pray for every morning when I make my prayer to the God of death. Danton. You might call that prayer a deadly pray. <gasps> oh. Mic drop. Not really. Not really. And not really, I'm not suicidal. At least it's not after 930. No oh boy. I just can't tell that joke as good as uh, was Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt makes that joke better. Getting back to Pryor, a factoid I left out in previous broadcasts is that his first film, Sledgehammer, also holds the distinction of being the first slasher shot on tape. Sledgehammer. What year was that? 80... Uh, I think it was right before. It was like 85. 85? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Might have to check that out. Yeah. And this was shot on tape. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting that sometimes that stuff is shot on tape looks really terrible, and and if you see something that's shot on tape that's good, the photographer is really quite amazing because there is such a low uh, luminosity range that you have to work with to get things to look good on old video. So what you're saying is that this is going to be either amazing looking or crap. It's just going to be a blur. It'll be a blur with some. I think that was fuzzy some noises. Yeah. Well, Deli Prey is a big blur, like a lot of blur. Yeah. It looks terrible. Well, Deadly Prey looks like it was shot on well, 16 yeah. millimeter. And the, what, the, what we saw was probably a bad transfer. There might Good be. I, I uh, think that's the only version that exists up until uh, the forthcoming November release yeah, of what, uh, the Blu-rays of Deadly Prey, Killer Workout, and Deadliest Prey. Yeah, which I think we might get to see like how good Deadly Prey looked. Yeah, I would like that because 
You know, it, Hot Cross Bones was in that movie, and uh, <laughs> Ted Pryor. Ted, Ted Pryor was in that movie. Ted Pryor's in this movie too. And he 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 was looking good in those little tiny shorts. So if he's in a workout movie, Maybe imagine he, he's he, probably running around in a speedo in this movie, and I, I'm gonna be I'm like, Hot like, Cross Bones. I'm thinking like the the track pants shorts you know those like uh, vi- uh they're not vinyl but they're like polyester yeah. running shorts yeah the ones where your balls not, hang out the side yeah, yeah not Rayons. cutoffs but yeah like the tiny workout shorts yeah with from the little the... stripes on the side yeah sides. exactly I, that's what i see him wearing in this one yeah with his with balls, it, hanging, with his out. balls <laughs> hanging out his yeah. balls hanging out top billing is given to marcia carr marcia carr doesn't have a wikipedia page in english she does mm. have an article in la encyclopedia libre What's that? Uh, the free encyclopedia in Spanish. Oh. It's, oh. it's just Wikipedia, but Wikipedia in Spanish happens to also be Wikipedia because it's not a real word. And so instead of the free dictionary, the free encyclopedia, it says La Encyclopedia Libre. Libre. What's, libre. Free. What's Libre? Free. Is that because of the... Like the, liberated? Liber... No. That's... This libre! Is, yeah, it doesn't translate... Like, it doesn't translate straight across. So, but... Che Kavari... Invented yeah, that he, word? Libra. No, I think it was around That's before. Libre! I, I, I think it's... Fi- guns are fired Latin, up in the air. Latin <laughs> derived. We shouldn't get into linguistics hey, on this show. Call El Guapo. This shit is free. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. Short round. Shit's free. Yeah, shit's free if you're short round. You're like, what the fuck? Our revolution's fucked. The coffee maker's gone. <laughs> There's three Jeeps missing. Which is why Mexico <laughs> is not a nice place to go now. Yeah. is because of uh, it's, everything's free there. Ah... Uh... The two times I've done research on David A. Pryor films, I've noticed a lot of results in Spanish. I am led to believe that AIP's films did quite well in Spanish-speaking territories. Spanish isn't my first language, but I was able to ascertain that Carr is a stinkertress to know. Pretty much all of the films, or peliculas, uh-huh. in, es- oh. in Espanol, oh. Espanol, yes. it. detailed, look like hot shit. Titles include Hard Bodies, I've heard good things, mm-hmm. Savage Streets, and Chained Heat, opposite Linda Blair. Oh, Night of Shady. the Kick Fighters, Maniac Cop, which I believe is coming soon. Yeah, with uh, the late Robert Zadar. Yeah, and the fan favorite, Real Genius. Oddly, Linda with Bl- the late uh, Val Kilmer. <laughs> I don't because think I murdered dead. him because he's a giant fucking dick. His career is maybe dead. I don't know. Oddly, Linda Blair isn't a big deal in Spanish-speaking territories, as La Encyclopedia Libre does not have an article on Chained Heat. And the Blair article is quite shorter than its English counterpart. Apparently, there is no direct English to Spanish translation for sweet tits. Oh. That's, that's... what Linda Blair had, Jackie. Major case of the sweet tits. Oh. <laughs> uh, los pantalones en fuego. <laughs> what? She might have had that, too. No, she made that. The pants on fire? Yeah. Oh, no, these pants are on fire. She had the clap? Because of, uh, well, because Linda yeah, Blair's clap. <laughs> <laughs> El Urano. It was the 70s, man. Burns want to be. <laughs> Fritz Matthews is back for more. The killing of Lieutenant Thornton couldn't hold him back, especially because this movie was made before that one. Fritz built the tanning bed at the beginning of the film, so he is more than just muscles and a sweet pair of sunglasses. Hmm. Yeah, he also uh, does a little construction work. <laughs> well then he, he, he built Dave's house he's, he's, he, house and... he doubles as the set designer and star of this movie I oh. think this would be a good time to really for me to get this off my chest you know how when you walk by construction sites right and they they'll holler at you well maybe not you <laughs> Justin because your legs aren't very nice but me and Sam get hollered at when we walk by construction sites okay where is this going <laughs> I'm just saying, I've decided that, that is going to be my new thing on the weekends or during the week on my lunch breaks. I'm just going to start walking around construction sites and be like, yeah, look at that hammer. Woo! 
Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna uh, uh, cat Heckle. call them? Yeah, yeah. be like, nice. nice hard hat, buddy. Make those uh, uh, jeans a little tighter, cut off. Hey, why don't you look like the guy from Village People? Huh? That's what I would say. Get some more dirt on you, dirty guy. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of that porta potty, fart man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just heckle people in this. You could do that if you really paid attention. To, if you had nothing to do and you walked around construction sites, you could heckle people that hide in the shitter. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, a lot absolutely. of people that, like, on schedule at, like, 10 a.m. just go sit in there for 20 minutes just so they're not working. If not more. <laughs> yeah. Ted Pryor, beyond his visible loose cannon demeanor, was apparently also one hot piece of man-ass. Before hitting it big enough in his brother's movies, he was a Chippendales dancer hmm. and was the March 1984 centerfold in Playgirl. Oh, nice. Yes, Jackie, if you dig hard enough, you can probably find pictures of Ted Pryor's wiener. Where uh, is my tablet? Yeah, uh, right next to uh, the ep- issue of Kip Winger and uh, uh, Flash Gordon. Flash, Flash Gordon's Gordon. previous uh, Playgirl stalwart. The guy, f- the main guy from Flash yeah, Gordon? Yeah, Sam. What the fuck was his name? Was Sam. Dino, I'm Skippy, making a like move. Yeah. Beefcake. I'm making a move. I'm making a picture. And my mom this, says, this... put this wiener in here. Yeah. Uh, Dino, his wiener isn't going to be in the movie, and the rest of him sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm making the pictures. Watch it. Watch the David A. Pryor movie <laughs> yeah. instead. Teresa Vanderwood looks very familiar. I don't know why. She must have one of those faces because I haven't seen any of the four things that she's been in. Okay. That's riveting. It is riveting. There is not a keep an eye out for because I just mentioned anybody that we would know. They all seem like they're uh, just like like uh, the the Brownleys of David A. Pryor. Like they just travel around and make David A. Pryor movies. All yeah. the, these guys. It's they got a troop, a little troop. I I found the cover of it. Of Ted Pryor's wiener? No, of just of the playgirl that he's in. That's what I call it every time. When I pull it out, this is just the cover, ladies. But I don't see his actual weenus anywhere. <laughs> the no. cover of it. He's just He's got a copy of Sense and Sensibility hanging over his boner. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's a good cover. Jane Austen, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's a bumper sticker Jane Austen for president. Let me know how that works out. Uh, you know, the person I was with was like, who's this Jane Austen? Oh, fuck. And I was like, really? you know, she's about a year older than the U.S. of A. Just so you guys know, if you guys Google Ted Pryor Playgirl, Margaret Thatcher shows up as a picture of the image. Maybe there was a little thing that happened there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of mm-hmm. weird. That's, uh... Well, anyways, the film is on YouTube right now. You can watch it for free, so make sure you do. And then uh, join us back on Monday when we go through it. A couple uh, matters of business I want to say before we wrap things up. Be sure to uh, join the Wicked Radio Network because we're on it. And we're cool, so everybody else is there for Vicariously Cool. Actually, there's some really good podcasts on there. If you like podcasts, go to wickedradio.net. Uh, or no, shit. It's wickedradionetwork.com. <laughs> Just <laughs> go net. somewhere. It's dot, com. it's dot com. Uh, also upcoming is, uh, our good friend Martini Shark is going oh. to join us for the Fantastic Four 1994, uh, version of that the uh Corman gonna, version are we gonna do a field trip for the new one you know it's at the dollar theater right now uh martini shark told me Ugh. 
Ugh, but we have to see it because just so it's we a can talk about, contender. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. If, I don't know if it's if it's going to be able to beat out Jupiter Ascending, but we still have Dude, to know. Jupiter Ascending. We is still have to know. So, bad. so we might be doing a field trip on Fantastic Four. We've also got a fu- uh, future episode, a field trip of uh, Jurassic World with the boys from If We Made It podcast and uh, a big announcement: upcoming uh, seven movies podcast we're going to review all seven of them in one episode it's fast fast i bought my first blu-ray it was actually seven blu-rays and it came in a case that looked like a fucking tire and all of them contain the movies from the fast and furious franchise one through seven and a whole blu-ray full of bonus to how much that's like 50 gigs of bonus material that i'll probably never watch i bet you'll get to it yeah i will you you love that shit i love that shit it's I'll so weird when shit. I bought it that they're even the lady that can't like every time I mention it to anyone, they're like, oh, I got the everyone likes these movies that's ever seen them. And they it, make a shitload of cash. Then. They make a shitload of cash. I do like them, too. Yeah. So uh, three big episodes on the horizon. And uh, we've also got uh, the Samapos coming up at the end of the year. So lots of things ahead for Stinker Madness. Now that we're back. So tune in on Monday. In the meantime, get you the chopper. And uh, as a special note to our special friend, man. I feel like a woman. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it and we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you. <laughs>